0: Entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. It doesn't matter if you're better or faster. That's tough for people like us entrepreneurs to understand, to even hear. In fact, for people like us, and if you're like me, use this qualifier. If, if there's ever been a clear outcome in your life, something that you really wanted, and a process that you understood, and a scoreboard that was clear to you and mattered, you probably ended out on top. Am I close? Or close to the top? Because, people like you and I are driven to become better and faster and more proficient and more efficient and and able to do more and be more and show up as more. But there's a problem with that because it doesn't matter how efficient and effective and process-driven and routine-driven you become, and this is exactly what I help people do, there comes a time when the momentum that you're creating on your own will not be enough for you. The outcome you want will exceed the capacity for you to get there by yourself. And by the way, if you're thinking to yourself, oh, I, I think I can still do it. I, I'm not gonna be the exception. I'm gonna be the person who makes billions of dollars without ever having a team. If you're gonna be that exception, then I've got one comment for you. You are letting your ego get in the way of your contribution. Because if you can't admit you need help, that is your ego talking. And if you won't admit you need help, You will never make the contribution you are capable of making because none of us can do this on our own. And here's the challenge. As you start to build the team, there will come a time where you start to think in this very broken way, oh, but I'm so much better than they are at this. I'm so much faster than he is at this. I'm so much better than she is at whatever it is. And it doesn't matter what that thing is. In fact, I mean... (laughs) For, for different entrepreneurs, it's been different things. I remember years ago, uh, I had Terry Lynn and Don McNaughton, realtors, in, uh, in one of my business development classes. And we were talking about how you have to offload, you have to get a, build a team, you have to get the right people doing the right things and stop doing as much because as an entrepreneur, your job is to stop doing what you're doing today so you can start doing what you will have to do tomorrow. In fact, if you're doing it right every time, you'll every once, not every time, but every once in a while, you'll have this precarious feeling of like, I don't have enough to do. Well, then you're probably doing it right. That means that you're getting out, getting your, getting what you're doing out of the way and offloading it fast enough that your company can grow. And the challenge for so many entrepreneurs is that we start to build a team, we start to bring people in. And I had Terry Lynn in in my class and, I asked, like, what, is, what are the things that you just can't give up? Because I was playing devil's advocate with everyone and saying, like, let's, let's find the really, truly strategic things in each company. Like for me at the time, I offered the example. It's hard for me to find somebody else to go on the, the news for me. Like when I get called to do a spot on the news, that really does still have to be me because it's me, it's my presence. And they, we all agreed that was a strategic outcome no one else could do. What Terry Lynn shared, hers was accounting. And I said, what? Okay, you're going to have to explain this to me, Terry Lynn. And, you know, because here's in my mind, I just want to share with you guys how I think about these things. Whenever an entrepreneur says to me, I can't let go of and then insert whatever it is, I think of how many multinational companies have let go of that. And so when somebody says accounting, I'm like, well, every multinational company in the world has had to let go of accounting. They've had to put processes in place. This has been around for over 100 years. This is one of the things that's been for fundamentally solved. There's checks and balances you can put in place. Like This is something that you must offload, not something that you might hold onto. You must offload. And Terry Lynn and I had that discussion, and she and her son, Donnie, they offloaded, and um and it, things, I, I think their business doubled or tripled. Now, I'm not saying it was because she offloaded bookkeeping. But I think it had a lot to do with offloading bookkeeping because then it makes you think like you can offload other things. And then if you offload bookkeeping and accounting, what else can you look for? And then it makes that process so much easier because any present constraint in our lives creates a future limitation and the present constraint of, I have to be the bookkeeper. And I remember Terry explained to me, it was earnest. She's like, well, there's just so many things in there that are different that, you know, if I had to explain them to someone, it would take, you know, weeks or months. And, you know, I, I, we'd have to put together so many, so much documentation about how we receive funds and how we pay out funds. And I just, you know, it would take a long time. And I said, well, Terry, how long have you been doing your books? And I can't remember what she said, but I think it might've been like decades. I think she might've said like 23 years or something. I can't remember. And, but I think I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a high number. And I said, so Terry, what you're saying is the cost of building this process is that you're going to do this forever. And I think that's where it sunk in that you have to start letting go of things. It doesn't matter how much better or faster you are, you'll find somebody else who can do it. And I'll tell you in a a minute why you're so much better and faster so that you understand how to properly offload this stuff. Now, another one, a recent um, client of mine, um, really one of the most intense clients I've ever had. And I know I say that about my clients, but you should meet them. And uh, this one is is special. Her name's Emily Hirsch, and um, she and I have a very close relationship. The similarities between the two of us are, like, insane. She... um, she like we grew up in similar types of families she had three younger brothers i had three younger sisters um you know we were both the oldest we both were entrepreneurs since we were really young didn't really fit in just like tons of similarities and i i love working with emily because she applies faster than just about anyone i've worked with but then again i say that about most of my clients because as i say that i think i'm thinking about Alex and Layla Hormozy and Brandon and Kaylin Poland and my clients all apply incredibly fast. That's why they're getting such incredible results. And uh, so think about that as I go through this, you should apply what I'm saying as fast as you can. Because for Emily, when we got together, we did a full day consulting together. And when we got together, one of the things she was really having trouble letting go of, she runs an agency. And what was really like, hard for her was stepping out of being the day-to-day contact for every single ads manager in her company. And here's the challenge with that. Like I had to explain to Tamalee when she was here is that that was not, that was a disservice to her clients because that was a commitment that the company wouldn't grow and a commitment that the processes wouldn't even become better and more efficient because anything you're doing in a managerial leadership process, anything is something that you can Write down, understand, train someone else to do, have them look at the same things. And are they gonna be as good or as fast as you? Maybe not at the beginning. Maybe not right now. But here's the magic that happens, and it happened for Emily. The magic that happens is when you put somebody in that position, and she has a, an ads manager named Yasmin that is just, she's crushing it. And I'll share in just a minute like how crazy the crushing it is, is that... um she now has someone who is spending a lot of her time, like majority of her time working with the team and developing the people and seeing what they're doing. And, you know, when you're a business owner, you don't have the majority of your time to do anything. So when you put somebody in a position like that and they can spend the majority of their time, they do it even better than you do. And Emily's experiencing that like the team is now supported in a completely different way. They've built out processes, they've they've systemized, systemized Emily's absolute genius. Like Emily's running ads for some of the uh most successful people in our business. And she's running mine and crushing it. She's amazing and i'm so excited that she's done this second tier of leadership so that her company can keep growing so that so that my ads keep growing so that what she's doing for me keeps growing and here's what's happened it's gone from something that emily didn't think she could let go ever to now i think one of her company's emerging core strengths is that their process is so strong that they can actually scale an ads agency where so many other people in today's market have had a really hard time doing that. So not only is it did the handoff go well, it's actually changed the whole complexion of the company. In fact, it just about doubled in we I think it was about a month and a half. I think it was about 6 weeks they doubled their revenue, which it wasn't a small company to begin with. You know, the, the entrepreneurs I work with have all been to a million dollar run rate or more. And so doubling a company once it's there, that gets crazy. And the reason is when you get leverage, it doesn't matter how good or fast you are. When somebody else has the majority of their time for it, it changes everything. And I figured that out. Like, I'll share with you, I even had a hard time with this. You know, when when I, our first information product, the first foray I had into this type of world was in 2007. I started writing a book called Mastering Short Sales for Real Estate Agents. In two, we actually switched it to a, a designation for the real estate industry called Certified Distressed Property Expert. And, uh... Katie and I sold, um, you know, we built that company. We put it on the Inc. 500 list. We were the 21st fastest growing company in 2011. So we were bankrupt in 2007. We launched the CDP January 23rd and 24th of 2008. Uh, We were liquid millionaires within 12 months. And we just exploded that product. But there was a reason we were able to do all that. And I'm very clear as to what it was. Because I got to that place early in that business, where I was doing exactly what Terry Lennon and Emily did. Because the CDP, I was out traveling the country and speaking, and sharing it with crowds. And I was the main salesperson, and the only person delivering it. And then we hit this inflection point where there were more people who wanted the course than I could teach classes, And we were in this place where the thing that I was the one who was really good at, that I didn't want to give up speaking, now I had to, because it was holding us back. And I met, I already knew, I had lunch with um, a guy named Tony Martinez, who uh, is now one of the owners of um, Extreme Realty Team in South Florida. I think they're uh, they're in the Fort Lauderdale area. I can't remember what city, Coral Springs or something. And, uh, Tony came on board and joined our team as one of our speakers and he came and he shadowed me at a couple of events and we talked about the course over and over again. Um, he, he, you know, he agreed to be a speaker for us and I gave him my slide deck. It was like giving away my baby. I remember agonizing over it the day that I did it. Like, is this the right thing? Should I be doing this? And I did it anyway, because the pull of the market dynamic was telling us we needed to put a lot more out into the market, and there was no way I was going to be able to do it by myself. And then Tony, like I said, came to an event. He practiced like crazy. I mean, I, I, I think he read the slide deck. I, I know he did it thousands of times, but he was going through a two-day speech. He was actually practicing the whole thing. I'd never even done that. I just started speaking on it one time I, you know we, I put together a slide deck and I walked into a room i 'd been a consultant for a long time. there were sixty two real estate agents on january twenty third and twenty fourth I just started speaking and figured out figured I would figure it out and you know i 've been speaking for my whole career, thanks to Rick Lara in high school my, my high school speech coach and Tony really like put some like effort in, and I remember going out and teaching the course where he had shadowed me a few times and then we were gonna do the course together. So I was gonna do two sections, he was gonna do two sections. And I remember by the end of the first day, I was like, Tony, I think you just, you need to do most of the day tomorrow because you're crushing it. And I remember just sitting in the back of the room and watching someone else teach my material and thinking, man, he's really good at this. And I think it took... Well, to Tony's credit, it was under six months before, and, you know, Katie and I are data nerds, as I've said on this podcast before, so we obsessively surveyed every class we ever had, and our um, four out of, or our, sorry, our five, we had, it was a out of five scale, and our average review for the CDP was like a 4.6. So I had gotten a 4.6. I'd gotten a 4.7. You know, we'd gotten really, really good scores when it came to speaker rating. Tony got the first five. And it wasn't a small class. It was like a 30 or 35 person class. And every single one of them gave him a five out of five. He beat me at the thing that I was really good at, at the thing that I did to build the company, at the thing that I was like the only person in the world that could do it. I had all this anxiety of giving it up and Tony Martinez kicked my butt. <laughs> it was, and I remember I, I saw the score and and I, I I mean, I I picked up my phone, called him and I congratulated him and I'm like, dude, you beat me. I can't understand this. This is crazy. What are you doing? And... And at the same time, I was just super proud of him because it was, you know, here's why you are so much better or faster. I was so proud of Tony because that was my course. I put it together. I wrote every word. I knew exactly what was in it. I had done all the research. I knew how to defend all the questions. Like I'm obsessive. And within six months, he took all of that obsessive work that I did and outdid me. It blew me away. But remember, he was spending the majority of his time on it. I was fitting it in. I was running into classes most of the time, like having, trying to, you know, do email in the hallway and answer text messages, then going in to speak. And then Tony went in and just mastered it. And so it just, it continues to prove to me that as entrepreneurs, the number of things that we really have to do, and then the number of things we try to do there's such a disparity there. And, and here's why, again, I was just gonna say why you're so much better or faster. You see the future, you know what's coming next. You're better or faster because you can anticipate what's needed. You're already thinking about the next thing. You know, for, for why are you better and faster? You created it, whatever it is, whatever the thing is that you're doing, like Terry Lynn, her, her like, really obsessive bookkeeping, which by the way, kept the book straight for a small business, which is a rarity. I'd say nine out of 10 businesses I talk to have some problem with their bookkeeping. They've got, they're waiting on something. They're late. They've got a missed month. They've got something. And Terry Lynn didn't, but her obsessive accounting, of, of course, you're better at it. Of course, you're faster at it. You created it over the course of like however long it took you. And, and if you really think about why you're better or faster, you've lived this. The person you're bringing in has just been invited to try. And so I want you to think about this when you look at your business and you think, oh, well, I have to keep doing this. And then that little voice says, because you're better and faster. Because here's the fact, any present constraint creates a future limitation. And if you're walking around saying, I have to do this and insert whatever it is, it better be really important long-term and figure out what your greatest asset to the company was. What's your greatest contribution to the company? What's the stuff that no one else can do? What's the stuff that no one else has been able to replicate and get rid of everything else as fast as you can. That is the exact equation through which you grow your company and disavow and dismiss any thought of, I have to do it because I'm better or faster. And remember when you say that, you're letting your ego get in the way of your contribution. You're letting your ego block you from getting the help you need. You're letting your ego tell, your, tell you that you're so good, you don't need help. When I look at the entrepreneurs that you and I respect, the people who've changed the world, the people who've left that dent in the universe, when you think of Oprah Winfrey and Steve Jobs and Elon Musk and... You look at the Warren Buffett and uh, the, the titans of entrepreneurship. The number of things that they said they actually had to do, you could probably count on one hand. And when you look at the number of things the average entrepreneur tries to do, it's usually close to everything. Consider that. Make some shifts, and you will see your business explode. If you're ready to grow your business, if you want to really create focus around what you do every day and how you're progressing forward join my brand new uh, web class. No slides, no BS. This is content that's going to move you forward and change your life. Go to MomentumWebClass.com, MomentumWebClass.com. This is brand new. Even if you've used the URL before, um, this is new information and a brand new presentation that I can't wait to share with you. By the end of this presentation, you'll understand the real reason why you're not making the progress you want and no, and No other coach is telling you. I'm looking forward to seeing you on MomentumWebClass.com, and I'll be live, so I'll answer any questions you have.